Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> right, I'm going to sleep again. <laughs> that was, that was hey, this is Tacoma Sad Boys. I'm Jiggly. You know, you said you were ready. I I intentionally waited. I intentionally waited to start my blunder just so I could have you do the intro, and then immediately turn that thing on. That well, was, I, didn't, that was... I didn't hear it. It wasn't. It wasn't. It didn't catch on mic, so I didn't hear you. You didn't hear the no. Uh, well, uh, Discord has good has good uh, does a good job at uh, sound reduction. Really? Yeah, noise reduction. Wait, so you won't hear this? Okay, I heard it for like a second, and now I hear it again. And then if I walk farther away, yeah, like you, it's like not there. It, it, I hear it. I hear it in the background while you're talking, but it, it the it, Discord does a good job at like cutting off the mic. Re oh, that is interesting. It has very good noise reduction on how Discord. Does it not, how does it not realize the the blender is just a voice? Um, because it's just I, I don't know. It does a good job at it. All right, let me finish blending this. Then, and it I'll... also it also cuts you off when you laugh really loudly. <laughs> All right, you can start it properly now. That, that's that's <laughs> kind. Of, I'm kind of sad now. I thought that was gonna work. Uh, I thought that would have been funny. Uh, I, honestly, I thought we were already started. Okay. Uh, we I'm, have I'm too down, much. I'm, I'm down. We to have too much that. for the pre-roll now at this point. I'm I'm down for that. All right, um, I'm still on them, by the way. So long story short, I tried to turn on my well. I did turn on my blender as soon as Jiggly did the intro because I thought it'd be funny and be, you know, ha-ha troll thing. But apparently Discord has stopped me in my tracks because they have technology and whatnot, which sounds like witchcraft. Technology. I'll, I'll, uh, <laughs> we're not cavemen, SpongeBob. They have yeah, technology. Fair, fair play to Discord for being smarter than I am. All right, look at that. We get to reference the, the name of the episode right away. Ah, uh, great. Uh, yeah, good we'll morning, everyone. Now. I have birds chirping outside. Adnan thinks that's weird. Uh, and... It's not that the birds chirping is weird, okay? <laughs> I know how birds chirping is a thing. But I can just jiggly it is living in like a, a Lifetime movie where he's like, you know, it is his white two-story house. The birds are outside. It's sunny. It's a very hey, it's white one and a half. <laughs> how do you have half a story? Uh, it's, it's so the back end of the house is a bit up, and that's where also the basement is below. Who in the world designed your house, Jiggly? It's a common thing. I mean, if you're white, maybe. <laughs> oh, I've poured a perfect amount of milkshake. That is a dope. That might be too heavy of a breakfast, though. I may have made a mistake. This is the greatest opening that we've ever had to an episode. In case anyone's wondering, it's a strawberry banana Oreo milkshake, and I'm hope hopefully it turned out well. You know, also, sometimes we open up episodes with, like, talking about the NFL, and this time it's just, like, random discussion. <laughs> look, 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 for context, we're doing this at 10 in the morning. I have to go to, I gotta go to work at 2. It's, you know, I also like how in the beginning we, we specifically talked about trying to maybe cut down some of these episodes because they have been a bit ridiculous in length. And now I'm just talking about milkshakes real quick. And I have class at 1230, which means that we need to finish this quickly. <laughs> if there's anyone that knows anything about finishing quickly, it's me. Hey, oh. Um, okay, so <laughs> European soccer, right? There's the first yeah. joke of the day as well. Okay. I'm going to turn on my sink in a second, which isn't ideal. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo, Sui. Have you seen that clip? Do you know who that speed streamer is? No. That's a reference to you. Okay, then. Whatever. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo is good to be a good soccer player again, apparently. Scored a hat-trick against Tottenham. He also convinced Tom Brady to come out of retirement. 
Yeah, that that is a legitimate <laughs> thing that we'll all get to in a second. But Ronaldo scored a hat trick against Spurs. Pretty much carried the team to victory because the game ended three two. Manu conceded because of a penalty and an own goal, so very much self inflicted wounds. But you know, Ronaldo did that thing. He scored. He scored. The first goal was very nice. It was from distance. Second one was a tap, and third was a header. Standard Ronaldo stuff, and it's the perfect timing for that because they play, or at the day of recording, the very least, man, you play Atletico Madrid, and that's there's nothing Cristiano Ronaldo loves more than playing against Atletico Madrid in the Champions League knockout stages. So hopefully, <laughs> for for United's sake, he gets a goal or two on the day. You already know when you listen to this how that game actually went. So hopefully, I don't look, I don't sound terribly stupid, but yeah. And then the other sub narrative is that Tom Brady was at the game watching. And he then watched a 36-year-old Ronaldo score a hat-trick, and coincidentally enough, he decided to come back to football, I think, the next day or the day after. Yeah, it was the so day after. There is a very good chance Cristiano Ronaldo was like the straw that broke the camel's back for Tom Brady. Uh, on and I hate it. I hate it so much. It is very funny, though. I, uh, th- the annoying thing to me... Okay, there's two different annoying things involving that situation. First of all, just in... With Tom Brady in general, the the amount of people all like, oh man, goodbye to the goat, like he's gone now, the greatest player ever play. I hate those people. And they're now going to have to save that for another year. They will have to do it again. We're going to have to do this again. <laughs> We're going to have to deal with them again. Uh, and then the second thing is that I, I just hated that they were just like, hey man, there's two goats there. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's just, no. I hate both of these players. Why? Why do I have to care? It's weird that Tom Brady gets on-field access to a game in Ultra just because he's good at football. But, um, yeah, it's weird. I I had a feeling Tom Brady was always going to be dramatic with this. I didn't think he'd come back this early, but I guess he just despises his family. (laughs) Hey-o. There's a lot of tweets about that. He he went to one trip to Trader Joe's and decided he had to go back to the field. Uh, What? uh, He also... uh, with him getting on on the pitch at Old Trafford, I mean, he is uh, he 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 does hate have a have a grudge against Stan Kroenke now at this point. I, I mean, to be That's fair, it. I didn't realize some of my buddies popped up. The same owners of the Buccaneers, the same owners of the oh the, yeah, the Blazers. Yeah. yeah, so maybe there is a a tactical chess move there. Who is Cedric Wilson? How many receivers do the Cowboys have? <laughs> or how many wide receivers did the Cowboys have last season? They just lost one in free agency again. Well, I mean, all they need is CD Lamb. At least they kept Gallup. But my my buddy who's a Cowboys fan has not been happy with a single move in 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 the free agency so far. I don't blame him because the Cowboys kind of stink. <laughs> anyway, back to the Premier League. Uh, City dropped points against Crystal Palace as per usual. Oh yeah, you know I had another thing. I think you I had know, another thing to say oh, about uh, United, uh, which is that uh, I, I put this in, which is uh, my mom actually knows who Harry Maguire is. <laughs> See, that's not good. Because, yeah, because, that's not good. So because uh, like I, I came downstairs like it was morning while the game was still going on. And my dad had mentioned that, oh, yeah, Harry Maguire scored a known goal. And uh, apparently and he also added in, oh, yeah, your mom knows who Harry Maguire is, too. And then it's just like checked in with her. It's like, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah because well, he used to play for Everton, which is my mom's team. And uh, didn't he play for Everton? Oh no, nope. it was Leicester, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I I I thought blue. Anyway, oh, but I, like well, I, I then added in the joke of uh, you know when you put Harry Maguire on the pitch, you know somebody's gonna score. You don't know who's gonna score, but you know somebody's gonna score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, he's not good. Hopefully, that's the last time I'll see her. Because hopefully, 
you know, if people listening to this will get the benefit of time. I'm going to lose it if the center back pairing against Atletico Madrid isn't Lindelof and Maguire. If Maguire is, isn't uh, Lindelof and Varane, sorry. If Maguire sneaks his way back in that starting lineup, I'm going to freaking lose it. <laughs> freaking lose it. Do you know that reference? That's another reference I may have made that. It's very obscure. That is probably Get too out of your mind. I, I'm going to have to find that and somehow send it to you. Uh, City uh, no, drop points. Say, no. If you if you keep doing those obscure jokes, I'm just gonna send you obscure MF Doom memes. Would you call me um, MF Doom? So you know you know what a bogey team is, right? Yeah, bogey team. Obviously, one team that another team just cannot be, even though they're worse in quality. That is Crystal Palace to Manchester City. Once again, City drop points. Crystal Palace nil nil draw. City missed a few decent chances. They had you know it was exactly how you expect a City Palace nil nil game to go. But this does open up the title race because now Liverpool are four points behind with a game in hand. That game in hand is against Arsenal. You're almost certain that Arsenal is going to lose that game. If Liverpool win all their remaining games, they will be champions. But one of those games is away to Manchester City. But it is a title race at least, which is nice. Um, Kind of England, West Ham in Europa. They lost 1-0 in Sevilla. I watched some of that game. It was weird seeing West Ham playing in Sevilla. But they weren't that bad. It was. It was a. They had a. Ch- it was one at really funny at one stage. Do you know? You know Mikel Antonio? I think. Right? Yes, I know who he is. Big black physical pacey striker. They don't have many of those in Spain. So at one point he got the ball and just started running with it, <laughs> and, and you could tell Sevilla was kind of thrown off by what was going on. It's like they hadn't seen something like that before, which was pretty funny to be fair. But West Ham are... are a, few, a, few, second, a few in the crowd fainted. They're like, huh? <laughs> the second leg is, um, well, this coming Thursday. It is in London. So if West Ham still are, I definitely aren't like down and out. But, you know, it'd be cool seeing West Ham continue. Because the, the dream is seeing West Ham versus Barcelona, of course. Yes. That's what everyone really wants. But everyone wants Sevilla, West Ham Barcelona. Hopefully Sevilla doesn't uh, ruin it. Um, what's the smart, my, the notes for Europe is all over the place. So I'm just to keep this all over the place. Madrid actually do pull off Remontada beating PSG three to one after going down one to zero on the night. Oh Real yeah. Madrid, so I, I actually had a question about game. the game. Go on. I had, I had a question about that game because I keep seeing people talking about whose fault it is. Whose fault was it? Mm. And your professional opinion as someone so, who watched the game, whose fault was it? What I was, was going to say is the main thing is that, um, Real Madrid did not win that game. PSG lost that game entirely. That Dazlona could have played PSG that game. Dazlona would have won just because PSG stopped playing. It's mainly Donnarumma's fault because PSG were up 2-0. They were chilling. And then he just makes a mistake for no reason that gives Real Madrid all the life in the world. And then at that stage, uh, it was Marquinhos pretty much. I don't know. I didn't see. I don't, don't know who's the second goal is at fault. I don't know who's at fault for the second goal, but the third goal, Marquinhos literally clears it across his own penalty area, which is not what you do as a defender, in the slightest. I assume you're asking that because a lot of people have been talking about the messy Neymar yeah. stuff. Because PSG like fans him, are stupid, and I'll, also I'll and also that, like yeah. Neymar as well. Like apparently there was like a scuffle between Donnarumma and Neymar. Oh yeah, and Donnarumma. It, it, if I was Donnarumma after the game, I'm not saying anyone to anyone. I'm not saying anything to anyone except I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Because he's the one at fault, absolutely. 
Neymar and Messi, I mean, they didn't have good games, but they also played for a team that completely collapsed around them. So they really couldn't do much. It's not like they can single-handedly like play midfield for them. But yeah, PSG fans are kind of stupid. They were booing Messi, Neymar, a bunch of players. They were cheering some as well for some reason. I don't know. PSG is a, a tin pot franchise. Hopefully Messi gets to leave at the end of the summer. I don't know what his contract situation is. Mbappe's gone. That, that team just kind of stays. Sergio Ramos has, has played like two games this season. Everyone forgets they signed him in the summer. Yeah. Because he's just always been injured. But yeah. Um, the other Champions League ones, Liverpool beat, advanced against Inter. Inter did score, but then Alexis Sanchez immediately got sent off. For a, a, a questionable second yellow, it was weird. It was very much contentious. Not like it was a terrible call either way. But, you know, some people were like, yeah, some people, it was a second yellow. Um, and then City and Bayern both advanced, predictably. Bayern, well, Bayern was kind of close, people were thinking, and then Bayern scored like seven goals because Lewandowski against the bad team is the best player on the planet, apparently. Yes. There's, uh, I got, I got a, because I, I, don't, I don't rate Robert Lewandowski in terms of being like a, a top-tier player, in terms this of was, like, like at, this, le- go on. This was a discussion that my dad and I had, I think, that same exact day when uh, with uh, Brady unretiring about, uh, you know, being a player, like, because I was talking about how little I respect uh, Ronald, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. And uh, and the big thing is that, like, he always played on the best teams with the best teammates. And so it's a very similar thing of, you know, why I call uh, Maradona the best player of all time is because he went to Napoli, a nothing team, and made them something. He did that himself. And then you have, you know, a player like Ronaldo, he goes to Madrid. It's Madrid. <laughs> You're not gonna like take yeah. them from nothing and put them into something. Uh, the only other te- only only other player that I can think of, at least recently, that has done a similar thing. And I hope that you can think of a, of another player. But to me, the only other player I can think of that's done a similar thing is while in general, it's not a nothing team, but uh, it sure as heck was nothing at that point when Zlatan went to went to Milan recently. Yeah, I mean, they, fi- they finally good. came back up after he showed up. He the only he is the only other player recently who has been able to do something like that. I think he also had the benefit of fortunate time because I think Madrid, like I think Milan themselves, had been kind of on the up, and he came in at the right time. Like obviously, he helped greatly. I think they may have been in a similar spot. The thing about Ronaldo is that the reason why he was able to go to Real Madrid, to be fair, is that he was one of the best players on the planet at the time. Yeah, and so he was. On, well, I mean, the thing is, he, he's almost never played on a. He's he's never like dominated on a bet while playing for a iffy team. Yeah, because Lisbon, he didn't really do much at Lisbon. He didn't. He didn't have much time to do. And then he came there. to United, Manu, which you know, and you brought him up. Dominant Manu force, was a perfect place for him to grow. Real Madrid was obviously a super. Juve kind of sucked, <laughs> and he uh, sucked he, with them. <laughs> he, I mean, he was it was weird. He he would consistently score goals for Juve. It, that that tenure was kind of strange. Man, you he's kind of sucked. Kind of been great. It's his Man U thing's been the duality of man showcased by far. Back to my, I like how I'm trying to get my Robert Lewandowski slander, but you immediately but, jump but, ahead no, a lot. But, but that was a, but that was a but that was a thing with like I brought up Lewandowski, which is I like Lewandowski. He may be scoring a bunch of goals, but I don't think he's the best striker out there because he's not dragging his team up. He's essentially being carried by his team. Oh, that's fair. Because yeah, that's the similar point I think. Because you look because like you look at the you look at the way he plays with Poland, he can't do that much for them. 
if if you slap me up top for Bayern Munich, I'm getting five goals in a season at least, and I <laughs> suck. What I was gonna say is, um, I don't know how many goals he has in total, but 48 of Lewandowski's goals in the Champions League have come against teams outside the top five leagues, and he's playing for Bayern Munich against these teams. So, I mean, that's I just beautiful all, stat padding. I was beautiful all stat padding. Cool with, um, I was all cool with Robert Lewandowski. Until they threw him into like the Messi Ronaldo debate, that that's way too far. I that I'm not having that. Er, Erling Holland's clear of Lewandowski. I, I I think like if you put Erling Holland in that Munich team right now, heaven knows, I think he scores just as many goals. But yeah, enough. As a proud as a proud Polish boy, yeah. Yes, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, back to all right. So, do you remember how I talked to you about the two space Bundesliga last week? Yes, two dot space how Bundesliga. Top, how the top two were actually like winning games, and it was kind of like weird and different. Hello. Yeah. What? Okay. Sorry, I just want to make sure because sometimes, sometimes I'm afraid I, I lose you when you don't when you wait for me to say something next. Well, the so, moment that you said the moment that you said that, uh, my screen uh, switched to sleep mode, so I had to okay, switch stuff. So last week I told you about how the th- top three teams had actually won consecutive games all like you know, and it was weird because the two Bundesliga had usually been chaos at the top. Well, on Friday Darmstadt tied one one, and I'm like, oh that's good for Bremen, you know, an opposing team drops points, perfect. Saturday morning St. Pauli tie, another great result because both of those results came against teams near the bottom of the table, right? You know, so just like that. Second and third place going into the weekend drop points. I'm like, sweet. And then Bremen lose 2-1. So all three of the top teams in the two-period space Bundesliga drop points. Bremen lost. The other two tied. So Bremen actually fell to third. It is a three-way tie now at the top of the, 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 the two-period space Bundesliga standings. Nuremberg and Schalke are three and four points behind the chasing pack, respectively. Hamburg could be level with Schalke if they win their game in hand, but they've got like some like COVID outbreak stuff or something. But yeah, the two Bundesliga, two period space Bundesliga is is chaos once again. Darmstadt to Bremen, so that's first going away to third on Saturday. I'm scared. I feel the same about this game, like I feel about the the Red Bulls fire playoff game from way back in the day, where I was so excited but so nervous. I didn't want to fathom what would happen if something bad happened on the day. But the problem is the fire lost that game four to zero. Because like if you talk to me now about Darmstadt Bremen, just mentioning the fact that Bremen could lose that game scares the life out of me. <laughs> and I yeah, they are tied on points it. now. For yeah. top three are tied on points. That's horrifying. What's fun is that first, second, and third all have to play each other respectively. I think they all have to play Schalke. So it, there's a way, all ways to go in the two spate. Two period space Bundesliga, and I'm scared. Um, you should and, be. Oh, see, I didn't like that. You're right, but I didn't like that. <laughs> Inter, Inter Milan dropped points again, so now AC Milan are actually top of the table, even if Inter win their game in hand. So that's interesting. No one wants Serie A, just like me. No one want it. Um, <laughs> and then the duality of Nabil Fakir. Have you heard of Fakir? He's I might. Real in a place Real Betis. He was, there's a great clip from, I think it was this past weekend, I assume. So it's like 1-0 to his team in like the 80th minute, and he gets the ball 
kind of in the corner, and he starts juggling, right? Like, you know, like what a, a player on the street would do. And everyone's like, oh, hey, you know, Droga Bonito, ah, good stuff. And then he actually, like, makes the next pass by chipping it to his teammate. And everyone's like, what a nice moment. Vakil gets the ball back, does a few dribbles, and gets kind of taken out. Not, like, maliciously, terribly. Like, it's a yellow card, right? And then while Fakir is on the ground, he just kicks out at a man for some reason. They get, they get sent off. So within the span of 20 seconds, Fakir went from juggling the ball to kicking out at a man and getting sent off. Um, all I can think of Duality. is the one... All I can think of is the uh, the the out of context tweet that RJ sent us in the chat of the mm. uh, of the Thai league. <laughs> the no. guy just throwing up. It's just like it was a good. It, it was it, a great it, punch. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the speed he got. It, it was the the player effectively like kind of gets tackled, runs over to his opponent, and then just right hooks him into oblivion. That's the and fastest then- I've seen a punch thrown by a non fighter in a minute. Yeah, it was it was actually an elbow throw. It looked like I, it was I, an I elbow. Thought, so he made contact with the elbow, then, right? Yeah, it was an elbow to the jaw. And the funny thing is that, and the funny thing is that, like the the coverage of it shows like all of the slow motion replay, like it's an actual MMA fight. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of weird. Uh, yeah. You uh, you want to talk about the tie league? <laughs> Do you want me to just check up on the tie league and just? Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it'd be funnier if I just said absolutely not. <laughs> I don't no, know. That, that, that's the Thai League update. That that was just yeah. That's our Thai League update. <laughs> next, we're gonna do the Vietnamese League. <laughs> I was thinking about putting Bosnia. I was thinking about putting Bosnia in league notes, but I was like, I can't. We can't have this podcast for fifteen hours. So I don't know. Like like every week, like we just do a random league. I think that that's a fun thing. This is supposed to be a free roam of the soccer world. You said it yourself in the first episode. That was our goal. All right. So in the Bosnia League, they're about to head into the midseason break. <laughs> If you look up Bosnian wait, soccer, wait, they have, a, they have the break in March. No, 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 not like an official break. It's like you know how some European leagues have like the two seasons where it's like the top oh. half, and the bottom half go on. Oh, I, I know Korea does that. Yeah. So Zurinsky Mostar is easily going to win the league. They've got two point five nine points per game. They've won each of the last eight apparently. Um. They're about to split off, so it's the, I think it's the top six, and then the bottom six. Um, yeah, Ligia stuff. Yeah, Rula Pereira's probably going down. Leotar, Leotar's decent. The two teams that got promoted are both currently outside the bottom three, which is interesting. Bottom two, I should say, with Polsicea and Leotar. Velas Mostar's my dad team. They will be in the relegation thing, but they should be fine. They've got plenty, plenty of points. They actually had a points reduction some stage earlier because their fans uh, they didn't jump the referee. But after a series of like games with bad calls, the fans had enough. And there's a lot of tunnels in the area by Mostar. Uh, what this the fans is... did, they blocked <laughs> off the tunnel, right? So the referee couldn't go through. They then pulled him out the car and then set his car on fire. So they didn't attack him in any sense of the word, which was nice. Okay. <laughs> but they did burn down his vehicle. So Mostar's had to play without fans. They got points deduction, stuff like that. You know, Neat. relative Bosnian stuff. Um, the race for Europe, I mean, it looks pretty set because there's a decent amount of gap between all the teams. Neither of the biggest two teams in Bosnia are in the top three, which is kind of interesting, but, you know, Sadevo and Zelenich are. There, there was a Derby Day video by Copa Nandiano, which is interesting. It's the biggest rivalry in Bosnian soccer. And they used to be the two biggest teams by far, but now they're being overtaken by the likes of, you know, Zinski Mostar, Banja Luka, Boris Banja Luka, Tuzla City, which is a great name. 
the, which is I think on Google is still called like Sigmin Han or something. Because let me see. I don't know if I'll be able to find this, but long story short, there used to be a very tiny town. Oh yeah, it's still called FK Sloga Simin Han on Google for some reason. Because <laughs> that town, they got promoted. They were too small to play in the top division effectively. Like, they couldn't get a big enough stadium. They didn't get enough attendance. So they slightly moved them over to a, a bigger city called Tuzla. And now they call them Tuzla City. Which is... And I, no, actually, yeah, they're still based in Simin Han, but it's kind of like a suburb of Tuzla, if that makes sense. It's yeah. like if it's like if displays, beca- yeah, or if like you know one of those who became an MLS team, and they're like, okay, we're just gonna call you Chicago, and then yeah, there's your Bosnian League update, everyone. Great, <laughs> perfect. Okay, moving on to the regular J League segment. Uh, the uh, Sarah's Osaka win three one over Shimizu S Pulse. Technically, it's two two in terms of absolute goals, but Shimizu put one of them in the wrong net. If we uh, used absolute goals, man, you would be so much better off with McGuire. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. Kyoto ha- had a 1-1 draw with Shonan Belmar. They dropped a man late after dropping the equalizer. And also, uh, Adnan finally talked to Orlowitz on, t- on Twitter. <laughs> was that the verified man? That was the verified man, yes. Uh, he, he covers, he covers uh, the J-League. Very much seems like an adult journalist, to be fair. He, he, is, he is an adult man, yes. I didn't realize uh, it because well, he was saying that... Um, I, oh, I, I, I didn't even realize Nintendo are the, the shirt sponsor on the back for <laughs> Kyoto. That's a huge W. That's sick. But uh, I, uh, it was because I made a tweet in the middle of the fire game, um, and I have to find it. My, it's probably one of my favorite tweets that I've ever made. I think they're playing soccer out there. I mean, there's a ball. It's moving around. People are kicking it, but I'm not sure if they're playing soccer because I'm not seeing anything happen. And that was something that... Uh, that uh, uh, Orlowitz just retweeted and mentioned that was the Tokyo Hiroshima game. And while the Tokyo Hiroshima game was a 2 1 win for Tokyo, uh, there were two goals and like there was a goal in the 60th, a goal in the 61st for Tokyo. And then uh, San Francisco Hiroshima scored in the 74th. And it does look like a very boring game from the stats. So, yeah. What? What did you do? I. My phone freaked out for a second, I think, so I'm back. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, but yeah, go on about the football and the whatnot. Oh, I mean, we're moving on to the women's soccer segment. Uh, women's Empowerment League, let's see. Uh, Jeff lose 1-0 to Kobe, which is kind of just like expected. It's Kobe. Nobody's, nobody's beaten Kobe yet. Uh, and Sendai was on their WE Action Day. Uh, they've <laughs> dropped a fourth in the league so far they've got they've got they they're going to be playing against kobe next but their last game against kobe was a 1-1 draw which was the first not that was it broke the winning streak for kobe so could they win i don't know probably not because they lost to somebody else recently so <laughs> i don't know they lost uh, to somebody else recently good good analysis there they lost to uh oh wait no they didn't lose oh i was thinking of jeff okay yeah no sendai absolutely demolished uh hiroshima last week uh the week before so yeah i mean they they have a chance uh the problem is just that kobe is just too strong uh nwsl surprisingly no bad news this week at least none that i can think of yeah uh, uh gotham gotham and the the riveters did a thing you know do you know about uh, the the uh the women's hockey league the p the phl 
Um, not uh, vaguely. Okay. Well, uh, the New Jersey team hanging out with the New Jersey team, so that's great. That's, yeah, that's fun to see. Uh, and then in CONCACAF, NYCFC beat uh, Comunicaciones 3-1. to one. Uh, That's the only game that I have written down here, but all the other MLS teams won 3 nothing, I think, except Montreal, but they yeah. were playing in Azteca, so... That's not going to be helpful. They, they lose 2-0? They lost 1-0, I believe. Oh, that's not too bad at all, then. They've got a decent job. Although they suck at MLS, which we'll get to. Yes. They're, they come off of, they're coming off of midweek games every single time. The, yes. uh, you know what? Hey, just saying. Of the three, of the three non-MLS teams to lose in the, uh, in the Champions League, the only team that scored a single goal against the... Uh, that scored a single goal was Comunicaciones. Mm-hmm. Who scored oh, that? that? Was okay. And uh, yeah. Juan Luis Anangano yeah, starting up top for them. Good. Good for him. I just uh, we, we all just want Anangano to win. Uh, we. We. Now we move on to another uh, disappointing thing that we have to talk about because it is a massive, a massive story. So you remember how the Portland Thorns sort of like covered up like the abuse cases in for the women's team. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Remember that? So uh turns out that's not the only thing that they've been covering up. Uh there was a uh I, I need to find this really quick. I had it pulled up but then I had to close it. So you know Andy Polo? I yeah, I as I told you in the pre-roll, I used to be a fan of Andy Polo. He seemed like one of those just random MLS players. I'm like, oh hey, look, Andy Polo. He'd, he'd sometimes do something cool. Uh, so in uh, May of 2021, uh, and there is a uh, his girlfriend called uh, about uh, domestic abuse. Like there was an issue, and she called the police, and the county sheriff came to came to polo's house and was given a citation instead of being arrested uh and there's a discussion about how the timbers essentially told the police they'll handle it uh they also pressured the woman to not put to not press charges uh they they did their very best to try to cover this up and it did not come out until a month or so ago. When did this happen? Uh, May of 2021. Jeez. And I, go on, finish up. I, I'm I'm still re- trying to read through. If you have something to say, it's I, I it's something I had realized when um people were talking about the Mason Greenwood case in England because people were trying to figure out how how like how different things were handled over there, and I remember there was a really bad quote from like the the victim's husband or victim's dad talking about how like Greenwood's such a good kid blah 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 blah, and it kind of seemed like he didn't want this to affect Greenwood's career and people were like it sounds like the guy's not going to press charges or like he doesn't want to but then the replies were like no in the UK that's not a thing you can't not press charges or the government just steps in and deals with it yeah. and then it reminds me I'm like that's kind of weird that we have that in America where someone can commit a crime the other person can just say nah and sometimes they don't want to, as you just said. Like, who knows what kind of pressured situation she was put into? It's so weird that we just don't we don't have just police stepping in and taking care of the situation. Yeah, like, I don't. Why? Why would it be up to a victim to to then? Because you know, there's always 
it's obviously people talk about how like you want to see the best in person. Like there's a lot of things where people that are assaulted will come back thinking they can fix the person or think they can change them. But like, you know, they still love them deep down. Like you're just putting those victims in a terrible spot because they, it just step in for crown. It's so, it's so weird to think about. So yeah, this is can commit a crime and then not have any charges pressed against them. And then nothing happens. This is the second, essentially the second major cover up that Portland's been involved in recently. And you know the 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 darling the, the the darling of MLS like the one team that everybody's just like yeah that's my second team like twice now very yeah. recently uh, apparently apparently she actually originally did not intend to press charges because she didn't want her children to uh, be hurt by all of this happening uh, and apparently uh, yeah the Timbers essentially offered supports to them in exchange for her to not that's uh, grim charge that is grim um she filed the domestic violence lawsuit uh last month uh, or at least earlier in the month let's see what when was this posted this one this specific one was posted just earlier this week so yeah earlier this month she officially uh filed the lawsuit uh claims of assault battery and negligence uh, and yeah, at, they also, there was no, the Timbers aren't technically a part of being sued, but there is a possibility that they will be added on as defendants in the case. That is uh, awesome. Meanwhile, Polo has signed with a team already in Peru. <laughs> of course. Uh, so yeah, like there's very much this whole thing of, it's just bad there. And there's a discussion right now of, you know, the fans, because we've already had like there was uh there's been a banner at uh in the Timbers uh I don't know what like the actual section is called. I know it's the Timbers Army, but like I don't know the section name, what they call that. But uh they've held up a banner almost every single game of uh of you knew, which was about, oh, you know, the whole uh which that was originally just for, you know, the whole um, like the whole issues surrounding uh, Paul Riley and what he was doing. And now even more. And they apparently have released a statement saying that they will be uh, using uh, purple smoke instead of green smoke. And I just want to remind you that um, Timber's Army, technically speaking, has a relationship with the front office like they for a long time. We're getting, we're, we're getting like, uh, from my understanding, I can't say this definitively. I'd have to do some more research on this, but from my understanding, I believe the Timbers Army has received a lot of help from the Timbers front office in terms of paying for stuff, in terms of being allowed to bring stuff in. That's why they were able to have those massive TIFOs. Huh. So I'm not quite certain what that relationship is now, but they said that they're now going to be popping off purple smoke instead of green smoke. And there's a discussion of whether they should be popping off smoke at all or being there at all. After all of this has happened. There goes me getting the, the rose away kit, by the way, because in the back of my mind, I kept thinking, but I should do that. Cause that kit's lovely, but uh, I do not, I will not rock with the Portland Timbers or the Portland you, Thorns. <laughs> you, you want camera again instead? I didn't see kit. No. Because I really like that white and uh, silver Toronto kit. I might get, I might get that, and then drop Insigne ten on the back. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, that's what they, that's what's going on there so far. And uh, we actually decided in the pre-roll that uh, in order to get off of that heavy topic, we're going to talk about MLS Next Pro because we just found out some weird stuff about it. <laughs> Would you like to yeah. start on that? MLS Next Pro is a thing that everyone's kind of forgotten about almost where it was created last summer and then life just keeps coming by very, very quickly. It, it keeps coming and it don't stop coming. First, first set of games is actually... Not this coming weekend, but the weekend after that. Um, yeah, the Chicago Fire Two are a team that exists. There's a that's bunch the games, of that's the game. I, I remind you that the games are free to stream. Yes, the first game no, is no, in Orlando no, to go. Also that, but the the second Fire game I believe is at home because I know the first yeah. one's on the road against Orlando. Um, for some reason, some teams are called like two, like Orlando City Two, or Orlando City or Chicago Fire Two. Some teams use no, no, Roman no. numerals. Crew two, yeah, crew two is uh, with is the number alphanumeric. Some and fire teams, two, yeah. Some is, teams use no Roman numerals. Some teams are called B, like Orlando City B. Some affiliates have cool names, but they used to have cool names, so they they weren't gonna get changed for MLS. Yeah, like I know there's I think where Chicago Fire wanted to give them a cool name, but they couldn't because MLS was like, hey, just keep it to two, please, <laughs> if you don't mind. So they did. There's the one non MLS team. That was what I was about Marty's. to say. Rochester, big, New York team. Which used to be the Rochester Rhinos, but apparently Vardy just sort of decided to re- rebrand them. Well, I don't think Jimmy Vardy decided that by himself, to be fair. Not by himself, but the last time that they played a game was in 2017. Jeez. <laughs> but, yeah, it's effectively the um, MLS Reserve League. So we'll get. Um, That's why it's weird that the Rochester Rhinos are there. Yeah, they're just they're just out there vibing, I guess. You know, I, ho- I hope they win it, but I could definitely see like if they're doing well, the referee decision going all against them. To be fair, but uh, um, North Texas SC. That's the Dallas team, the home of Pe- yeah. Ricardo Pepe. Um, uh, yeah, Tacoma so, Defiance, uh, Real Monarchs. I'm just naming all of like the the fun names, and that's about yeah. it. Uh, also, that's, there's some teams that aren't even in in this season. You have to wait until next season. So, like Austin, Charlotte, yeah, yeah, Austin, Charlotte, LA FC, and Nashville don't even have names for their teams yet. NYRB two isn't in apparently. Uh, a bunch of them are still in the USL Championship, I guess, yeah, including Atlanta. Loudoun United. <laughs> if you look too, it's a fun thing to look at is looking where the teams put the the two in their logo. Because most of the teams are just the actual logo with like a two somewhere. The fire just put it next to the word fire, which isn't the worst thing. The crew too put it in a clever spot. They put it in the corner, so it's not too bad. I think some of them are, are worse though. So if you want a full power rankings of the MLS two MLS Pro next logos, don't come to us. We're not going to do it. No, but, we can do a stream. <laughs> all right, add that to the list. The pet streams we never do. Add, add that to um, the list. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, the Fire only have like three people on the roster at the moment, but you should probably see guys like Marcel Rodriguez, Andre Reynolds, Chris Brady, stuff like that, playing for them consistently, which will be nice. Probably Victor Bezira too, even though he should be with the first team. Whisper that, okay? No. I'm going to say but, that loud, and I've said that loud multiple times. <laughs> and then hopefully the club gives uh, Alex Merle a call. <laughs> Oh, but, oh yeah! Like they announced a ton of signings for the Chicago Fire too. A ton? Yeah, I know, a ton I know they have three. When, when, when the ton come in? They, of course, it brings up Chicago Fire season two. 
No, uh, no, you can't. If you look up Chicago Fire 2, you're finding nothing online, bro. No, it's on the Fire website. Uh, I just need to check. Uh, but they announced a ton of signings uh, this past week for the for the second team. I'll which look into included, it, it included a bunch of, uh, you know, draft picks and then some local kids. Hmm. I just need to find where. Uh, it's all the ones that I'm looking for are all in Spanish. <laughs> the goal is for one day Gaston Jimenez to get sent down to the, the two team. I would love for him to get sent down. Yes. <laughs> I don't think that that's how that works, but I want it to be that. How, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we got other MLS stuff, I guess. Uh, I don't know. You, you added in this stuff so you can talk about it. <laughs> I'm uh, sure, yeah, I randomly put it in because you were just typing. A lot of teams low-key stink in this league, right? So I don't know if it's like a theme with world football nowadays, but if you look at MLS, I, I have to, I'm going to publicly go on the record and, and apologize somewhat and say Jiggly was right because when we are talking about the fire before the season started, his, his effective take was the fire will make the playoffs because everyone else kind of sucks. And I'm like, ah, maybe, but I don't think everyone else is that bad. If you look at the teams in this league, they stink, bro. <laughs> they Just do. Looking, at the, looking at the bottom of the Eastern standings, Montreal are fighting for their life doing these midweek games. They have a goal differential of minus six, and they have zero points. Charlotte, which I'll get to, I'll get to it now, I guess. Charlotte might be cursed. They, they, they lost had the first game massive. because of reflections. The second game they lost was because of a random screamer. They then lost in like the 95th minute this past weekend. Something's cursed about Charlotte. Apparently, they had a massive, uh, a, a massive attendance. Like they had really good attendance, and yeah, they're they're definitely winning the attendance battle, I guess. But that's not going to get them any further. <laughs> they're going Ooh. to have an empty stadium by the end of the season. I don't, I don't think they're going to be Cincinnati bad though. I think they'll be like, like year two Minnesota bad. Well, like you see them, they're like, oh, this is actually a football team. Like, they're not great, but, you know, they're, they're trying out there, you know. But like, I, think, but I think that I, 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 no matter what, like, even if, like, they're not, like, you know, absolutely, like, you know, if they are, even if they're not worse than uh, than FC Cincy, I still think that that, st- that stadium is going to be, like, half filled. It's going to it's gonna start looking like Soldier Field after a while. How big is their capacity? Uh, I think it. Hold on. Because, I mean, if they're... It's going to be so much quicker for me to just look up Carolina Panthers instead of... Oh, they played the the Panther Stadium? Yeah, Bank of America Stadium. Ah, that's going to be a problem then. Oh, oh, you know, Bank of America Stadium now has a dash home of Charlotte FC. Nice. On on Google for no reason. Uh, It is 75 and a half K. That's not ideal, yeah. Though... They, if, they can, if they can stick around 30k, that would be a huge W. They filled that. They filled that stadium for the first game, and yeah, their 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 attendance is officially seventy four thousand four hundred seventy nine. Yeah, second game will be the big one, of course. If they do, if they don't drop down too big for the second game, then they might have a chance of keeping it somewhat respectable throughout. But we'll see. But yeah, that's uh, they're not going to be keeping that. Uh, sure. Atlanta obviously still has their massive uh, attendance at like yeah. 55,000. Fair play to Atlanta because that team kind of stinks, which we'll get to. Um, Enter Miami, still coached by Phil Neville, absolutely suck. 
Toronto are seemingly just waiting for Lorenzo Insigne to show up because they've not been too hot either. Hey, you got, I think the rest, the rest of the league is is just like we need to beat this team down bad so that yeah. Insigne has no chance to make it to the playoffs. Insigne's gonna get here. There's gonna be they're gonna have three points total, and he's still <laughs> gonna somehow get them to the playoffs and win the whole thing. Uh, Cincinnati or Cincinnati. Orlando lost to Cincinnati, so that that goes to show. Cincinnati that. is above Toronto FC right now. They, they, yeah. To be fair, but you know, it, it they, that's like saying, I, I got nothing. But that's bad is better than bad. Um, or yeah, New England are probably gonna be fine later in the season. NYCFC same. DC United's in fourth, and they, as we'll get to later, looked bad against the Fire. The Fire are in sixth. Um, if I look at the West, I don't really even care about the West as much, but like Vancouver sucks right now for some reason. San Jose well, is going through it. It's not for Florida some Kansas reason. City's it's just Vancouver. Through. That's just why Vancouver is. No, no, but Vancouver's usually middle, at least. They're not usually as bad. And just like, I don't know. Austin's in third, but they also played no one. It's it's weird, especially the Eastern Conference, though. Like, if I if I look at, there's just a lot of teams that just kind of suck right now. There's like, and there's no real big dominant team in the MLS right now. Like, there's no one you see look at a team. You're like, these these guys are really good to be. Real fair. Salt Lake. I mean, man, they, <laughs> they, I don't know. They beat Seattle one nil somehow. So fair play to them. And then they, they, hey. I'll, I'll mention now they pulled off a remontada against the uh, Revolution. Came coming back from two 0 down to win three two. Real Salt Lake. Impressive to be fair. I think that was on the road as well. Yeah, I, it was on the road as well. I just really like Real Salt Lake. Yeah, Real Salt Lake Lake should be like what Portland Timbers are. Like everyone's second favorite team should be Real Salt Lake. Classic MLS club, even though they're not that old. You know, proper club. I hope they haven't done anything terrible because who knows. But yeah, shout out RSL. Oh, I've always loved that that, like reddish, whatever that color they use is. Um, Yeah, I believe it's it's, uh, Scarlet. Something I'll, I'll, I'll look up real Salt Lake colors, but I think that was it for <laughs> the, official, MLS. Na- the official name of their colors. Uh, yeah, let me see. Claire I'm trying Red, to figure out stuff. Cobalt blue and okay, real yes. gold. Nice, they're real gold. Yeah, that's real gold. Know. That's good to know. And that just reminds me of how much that logo would piss me off whenever, whenever teams talk about their colors and why everything means everything. But yeah, real that was, gold. That was Shut up, man. <laughs> uh. Anyway, now to the main was, event. No, I, I was trying to think of anything else I could say, but yeah, definitely. And you know, I think you said something about like, uh, I think I said something at the beginning of the season of how you know NYSC kind of frauds. Did this happen? Did it happen this week or was it earlier in the week with uh, the the banner, the banner oh, raising? Oh, that was this past <laughs> weekend. That was this weekend. Yes. Uh, so NYFC. Got, you know, I have a banner that like my parents made for me for my graduation. I have a banner that's larger than that thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. That is a pathetic banner. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's just going to be up there now. No, it might it, not be. Really? There was so, somebody made crazy. a joke of like, I'd be surprised if the Yankees allow them to keep that banner up there. <laughs> it's not even a banner. It, it's a sign. It's, just, it's a yeah, sign. It's just, and it's up there with zip ties. Yeah, it's not even hanging like a banner would, where like the bottom's kind of free and flowing. No, I made I like I made uh like 
my 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 start off in uh, in in fire journalism was more with like my protest banners and that sort of thing, and those were better looking than this thing. <laughs> and I did the, and I did that in my in my garage with paint. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bad. NYCFC are very much a tin pot club, even though they won the title last season. See, now you their, understand. <laughs> they had to play their Concacaf Champions League games in uh, Connecticut. <laughs> Freaking Connecticut. <laughs> Who wants to go to Connecticut, you know? I mean, I went once. It's it's all right. My my family that lived there were like, you know how some people say they live close to the highway? Which is like, you know, like I'm I'm kinda close to a highway entrance. I'm like a block or something away. These guys literally lived right next to a highway exit. You got off the highway, you turned at the light, and they were like the second house down. It was unbelievable. Brilliant. But yeah, that's 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 Connecticut for you. Good old Connecticut. Um, yeah, I don't think that there's anything else there. The birds are getting louder. Um, <laughs> that sounds a little concerning for some reason. It just sounds foreboding. Uh, great. We we we've hit we've hit an hour into our recording session, so that means that we have an entire hour to talk about this. The fire. They won two nil over DC United. Way. They've won a game and they still have not given up a goal. Yeah, it's that, that game was as you reference your tweet again. Uh, the the early stages of that game. That was oh now now that you randomly liked a tweet, I can go back to it. Uh, they're playing. I think they're playing out so- soccer out there. There's a ball. It's moving around. People are kicking it. Not sure if they're playing soccer because I'm not seeing anything happen. That was what that game was for a yeah, while. That game, was, that game was very ugly early on. It was, I, I used in my article, Peak Eastern Conference Soccer, because it just looked like a, a cold, snowy game, which it was, to be fair. It was freezing. There was snow before kickoff. Kind of affected the A play. lot of snow. There was a bit of chances for both teams early on. Um, I know DC had a, a pretty big one. I think the Fire, the Fire had one at the end of the half with Shabroko. Fire took the lead in the first half, which I know, the goal was ugly, again, to be fair. Because Herbers' flick to start off was nice, but Shakiri's pass to Ivanov should not have got through. It kinda, well, like, that it, was deflected. I like no. I really think that that Herbers that Herbers touch was like the best part about that goal. Yeah, well, absolutely by far. Because the the Shakiri pass is lucky. The Ivanov finish is kind of lucky. And it's how, lucky like, because it it's lucky because of the deflection. Because the ball is up, so. That makes it so much easier for him to lightly chip it. If the yeah. ball is already up in the air, you just need to give that a tap. If that is on the ground, he's not, like, he's not getting it over. Yeah, Because and, we've seen him not get it over before. Ayo. Um, and the thing is, like, you know in FIFA when the ball like glitches out and it just goes through body? That's kind of what happened with the goal. I've, I don't know how Brad Smith doesn't get more of a clearance on that. Or is it Brad Smith? I've, I, did, I did that with the article. I called him the wrong Smith. I want to say he's Brad Smith. He might not be, but the DC defender should really clear that or at least get the ball somewhere away. But it kind of just morphs through him, sets up nicely for Ivanov, and he just dinks it over Bill Hamid. Second I'm sorry. Half. I need to pause on the fire on the on the recap of this game because I'm just saying, like, have you seen all these people on Twitter, like these Orlando fans talking about how the fire lost one nil huh? to Orlando? There are so many like there are so many Orlando fans in replies right now for people saying <laughs> oh, that the yeah, fire because, lost to Orlando because 
because the fire is still boasting that clean sheet thing, even though they really shouldn't have it. I still never got confirmation on the rules thing. Yeah, and I still haven't seen like a clear like image of it. But like the thing that that annoys me is just like all of the all of the Orlando fans being like, "No, you guys lost one nil." It's like, okay, shut up. If you want to complain to the league, go ahead, do it. See what they, happens. They, they legitimately, don't care. they legitimately you lost. lost Cincinnati. To be fair, like that. You lost to Cincinnati. I'm you not did tweeting. not win the game against the Fire. Shut up. <laughs> I'm not. Orlando obviously have one of the most annoying fan bases in the league because, like, unlike Seattle, they don't even have a good team to support. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, Seattle does it. Orlando does it. You're like, yeah, whatever. At least their teams are good. You know, they they suck, but it is what it is. Life's not fair. Orlando just stinks, bro. Orlando is one of the like lamest franchises we have in this league. No, but, I mean Miami. No, no, Miami. The only reason why Miami sucks is because of Phil Neville. I'm telling you this. If if they got rid of Phil Neville, gave it like a month, they could be a vibe franchise. No, Beckham. <laughs> Beckham too makes them like a very tin pot team in general. Just like the fact that they have be- that the fact that it is there because of Beckham that makes them tin pot to me. That's true. I still think that like they could turn things around, but we'll we'll see at some stage. Although Orlando fans do kind of have a point because I. There's a slim chance that was the right call, is what I'll say then. But yeah. I mean, it was the call that was made, so you can't really say anything now about it. Especially you, it, it's, you remember, you, you remember, you remember a few years back, uh, New Orleans Saints pass interference. Oh, that was bad. Yeah, that was. It sounds like those, but it sounds like those New Orleans fans who are just like we have, we did not lose that game. We refuse to believe that we lost that game. And it's like, shut up though. It happened. And at least theirs was much more clear. Yeah, this, that, theirs was, theirs was, was clear. Weird. Theirs was clear. And you know what? They went to the league and the league said, yeah, you know what? You're right. And we're going to change the rules for you. This, the league doesn't care. <laughs> you think MLS has any idea what happens in MLS? Do you think MLS watches MLS games? I was going to say, I was going to say the same thing except with Don Garber. You think Don Garber sits down on a Sunday afternoon and thinks, I'm going to watch some Major League Soccer? Absolutely not. Nah, he goes to a stadium and then he sits in the bar at the stadium yeah. <laughs> until he needs, he's called in for halftime when they're like, oh, let's talk to the commissioner. Or, or when they when they want to do a, a, a camera shot up. It's like, all right, good Don, it's the 30th minute. Go in your seat real quick and then we'll let you go back to drinking your, your pairs away. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, a weird, weird transition from the DC recap. Um, uh, yeah, back to the DC recap. Uh, then the game kind of happened. The, the beginning of the second highlight of the game, one of, was at the very beginning of the second half, or right before the second half started. You know how Fabian Herbers and Gressel do the podcast together? Yes. Uh, Fabian Herbers threw a snowball at Gressel, which was, which was <laughs> wholesome. Uh, and then, it, actually, so Herbers scores his goal in the 32nd minute, and then the next attack was in the 39th minute for DC United. And Gressel almost hits the back post. Oh, was that look at that when that cross trickled across? Yeah, yeah, he almost hits the back post. So, like, hey, you know, there were, there were there were there were chances for both. Uh, second half early on, nothing really happened until the fire scored the second. And what's I'll share this story then. While you know, how Jonathan Bornstein got subbed in to play winger. Yeah, I, that I was, was weird. I didn't like, notice until after the game that he was playing as a winger. Ten minutes after he had done that, I started writing in my match recap about how that should never happen again because <laughs> he looked lost, and he did look lost. It didn't he was look on right. the right wing, I think, too. No, no, he was He's on the left le- wing. Okay, he was on the left wing, but for some reason he was playing ahead of Navarro instead of the other way around. And I'm writing my article, I'm like, yeah, you know, you try it, but it didn't work. Never do this again. 
And then he scores, of course. So I deleted that paragraph. Well, the goal was nice. The Bavar moved the ball around across from Sekulich, maybe. Gets intentionally flicked on. So fair play to Jimenez. He does get an assist for that. So he did well. Flicks on the Bornstein back post. And kind of like the Ivanov goal, the ball just sits up perfectly for him. And this he is- somehow gets it through Bill Hamid. Maybe Bill Hamid could have done better. But it's one Not- of those things. It Where like you it, just kind of kick the ball and it goes through because you don't really have time to react. It's it sat up perfectly for Bush. Yeah, it was a like I think that it just ended up as perfect. I don't think that like he tried and it yeah no turned, it, it it just sat up perfectly. It just for happened him. perfect. Yeah, uh, which is where is this? Uh, the best comment somebody somebody tweeted out a picture on, from on like Reddit, the DC yeah. subreddit. Uh, scored on by a guy who could legally be president and denied a goal on the other side by a kid who can't vote. That is the it, fire. It's I even love funny, this. It's even funny because those are two separate comments. The guy realized yeah, after the two fire, separate like, comments because he's like, ah oh, man, and that it's the duality of the Chicago Fire Football Club. You either get an old man or a kid out there, which is you know vibes. <laughs> There's no in between. <laughs> and then yeah, fire held on. DC kind of pushed late. Yeah, on a different. I'll I'll get to my general recap. That's very much a game that if you played a hundred times, you could get a hundred different results. So many things Absolutely. were like fine margins. Uh, like oh yeah, Gaga went through. Gaga finally got his big boy goal, big boy save. Which one? His big boy save. Uh, where was it? It was after you. You remember the one video of Gaston that everyone was passing around of oh, Gaston yeah. just like walking. Yeah, at the end good, of that, it's a good save. Yeah, he finally got his big boy save. I'm maybe I'm being way too harsh then because I I always I, I think I'm just harsh on goalkeepers in general. It's yeah. like the Roy Keane, he, he, that's his job, isn't it? Because fortunately for Gaga, it is straight kind of at him. He obviously needs to get his hands up. It's a good thing he's a long boy. It's a good say. And then I think Seahorse is the one that saves it, right? Because that was the bigger play. Because yeah. a, a lot of times, at least in FIFA, that, if that ball goes up in the air, the, the opposing striker wins the header and it's a goal. But I think Seahorse gets got, it away yeah, somehow. Gaga gets, Gaga gets the point blank save, and then Seahorse uh, clears it yeah. away. And then also, Gaga got injured. Yeah, because he, he, I think he kind he doesn't roll his ankle, but it kind of gets stuck in the netting. So, uh, yeah, 49th minute, my, my mom had called me downstairs for dinner because she decided to make dinner at halftime instead of before halftime. I don't know. But, uh, like, I, I was just like, you know, well, the game's back on. And my mom's like, no, you come down to have to, to at least get your dinner. And I come downstairs and I just, like, you know, my dad has the game on the TV in the other side of the wall on the other side of the wall from the kitchen. And I just hear some noise coming from over there. And I just like <sighs> walk around and I just see Gaga in pain. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Oh cool. That's not good. Richie uh, got up, but he wasn't needed to yeah, be Yeah, he fair. got up. Uh, but uh, yeah, he twisted, he twisted his ankle. I have not seen any updates on that, but well, but hopefully, he it was, fine, yeah. hopefully it was just like, you know, pain for the moment, but he was he, like, he gets he caught was, up in the net awkwardly. So it's not like a terrible thing, but you know, he was, a, he was, he was coming up on it a few times throughout the game. Like he did not want to, you know, do anything on that ankle for a while. But yeah. uh, there was another thing of, you know, yeah, Gaga. After that happened, Gaga didn't look that good anymore. But <laughs> there was the uh, 84th minute play, which was, I don't know if you'd call this a big boy save, but uh, Gaga punching away a dangerous free kick and then Shehos blocking the rebound. A lot of people were saying that like that was a Gaga save, but that was Shehos who saved that. Oh, was it when Nahar kind of kicks it straight at Seahorse? Yeah. I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 
because everybody was talking everybody was talking about like him doing a scott sterling it was like no that didn't even touch gaga that no, was yeah, uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't see a good replay of that it looked like it just hit the first defender yeah because it's one of those things where it's a chance but there's just so many bodies it's it's gonna hit someone on the way and not exactly win. but yeah see seahost yeah. uh, is obviously great man of the match it, whisper it is seahost a better signing than shakiri We'd need to see want, until the end of the I, season, but I feel like at this moment, he's more impactful. I don't want to do that thing where obviously you talk down one man to praise another, but Seahost has been great. I mean, this def- the, the, the two center backs are, have done amazing. Like, Amsberg, nobody's... I'm talking to a guy who's like a, a Minnesota United fan, and he's just like, I did not expect anything like that out of Amsberg. <laughs> Because White Osborne is doing exactly what you want from a center back is he's not having a game where you actually remember he's playing. White Osborne yeah. just does his job, and you're like, oh, hey, White Osborne's playing? Nice. Uh, yeah, some, uh, no, the, the guy said, uh, imagine going from Shuttleworth to Slonina. <laughs> That's... Shuttleworth, yeah, never forget the, the Shuttleworth remontada with me. But, yeah, then <laughs> again... Him, him becoming St. Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Then again, uh, on a different day, the fire's clean sheet streak probably doesn't last because DC can you find the XG from that game by the way oh it felt I think it was I like have not wasn't. actually been able to find that I think it was pretty close though I'll try to find on football uh, two for the fire 1.2 for DC interesting 2.0 for the fire 1.2 for DC I wonder how that I'll, I'll see if mine for foot mob is the same let me just check uh, it does seem fair I think so um, PSXG, stats. so PSXG is a post-shot expected goal. So like after the shot is taken, how likely it is to be a goal. And PSXG for DC United against Stolnina was 1.8. On on foot mob, it's fire 1.75, DC 1.3, which seems fair. Where it's like the fire were slightly better on the day. I'm not I'm not gonna obviously say the fire didn't deserve to win. Because they they did ultimately, considering everything that happened. But I think my big yeah, I'm takeaway using, from I'm using football reference. My big takeaway from that game was that's a game like the thankfully for the fire if things went well. That could be very much have been a game the fire lost one 0 to DC. If like even off ball bounces differently, born scene shot gets saved, DC does a bit better with one of their chances. It, it's a it's a very good and, and to be fair. The fire barely ever win those close games. <laughs> Great. Uh, Craig left for a second. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, we were in the middle of talking about something, and I don't know at what point it cut out. But uh, uh, the, I mean, we're the talking fire, about the, the, the fire. The fire are the three Pete Real Madrid team, but not in the way you think. But yeah. Anyway, long story short, it's. Good. Yeah, I have. It, I didn't. I didn't get to my point, which was that uh, that was that was exactly when it left. Uh, but like the whole like just just you don't try anything specific. It's just a lot of desperation defending, and somehow it works. And, and that's what yeah. that's what Shihos has been great at. Shihos been has been amazing at that desperation defending. Uh, it and Omsberg somehow is good. Uh, the thing is, is that, you know, Sekulich looked to be a bit shaky. You know, he was the most, he was the most consistently good player for the past two years. This season, not as much, not as much. Navarro and, and last week too looked rough. This week too. 
It's, it, it's, it's giveaways in the, in the, in, in the defensive third. And she the big, had to cover yeah. for him. The big thing is the center backs haven't made a mistake, which is big. They're fair play to them. They, at the very least, the fire are making bad mistakes in terms of the center. That's good. But it's, it's weird. I think that it all really sets up now for this game against Kansas City, which I, we can kind of touch upon now if you don't want to do like a full preview yet. I, I thought we could get into a little bit more about Gaston. Yeah, just, well, I'll just say then, th- that makes me feel like, because Kansas City haven't had the best start of the season. This, this fire Kansas City game this week, it might be that game where it's like, all right, is this fire team actually legit or are they just kind of like another MLS team that just kind of does things randomly? But Gaston Jimenez was one of the funniest things I've seen in my life where I'll, I'll touch upon this later. I think there's a, a few forced narratives with the broadcast with, with the fire, which I don't like. Where it kind of felt like, at one stage in like the 30th minute, I think, the fire commentary team suddenly starts praising Gaston. And well, it, actually, it's because Ezra has been praising Gaston in his press conferences. And it's and like there was the whole article on the fire website too, where it's like, hey, Gaston's trying, guys. Look at Gaston. He's, he's trying. Actually, and like, I'm like, why is the official club posting this? Like, he's he's not been great. He's been better than last year, but that's not saying much. It was kind of weird. And then, like, commentary just starts talking about it. It's like, hey, guys, Gaston Jimenez, you know, he was, he was rough last season. He's our, he's our DP. But look, and he's trying now. And then Gaston Jimenez stops trying. It was so funny, bro. He it just was walks. literally It was literally the second after they stopped talking, praising him, he gave the ball away and then just started walking. It was absolutely hilarious, bro. And in the and in the uh, goal that was called back against Orlando last week, he just stands there. Yeah, it's this whole thing. But then, but then you look at the metrics. He's got an eight point one rating I don't on his court. I think we're getting gaslit by these. He is, the sec- he is the second highest rated player on the pitch in that game. Joe Mansueto's money is going into these websites to give Gaston good match ratings. But the thing is, is that like technically his metrics are good. I mean, he had. Let's see. What was I, I know I checked up on it. He had uh what was it? Three interceptions, tied for the most on tied for the most for the oh, wait, no, Navarro had the most. Wow. Uh Which he had, had two. There was there was a few more of like, you know, attempted dribbles. He's got he had three attempted dribbles and uh was successful on all of them, which because he was successful on all, the, on all of them, he tied for the host. I have a cat that's trying to get into my room right now. I'm sorry. Uh, and then something with possession. I don't know. He had like 64 touches. There, He had good pass completion, I guess, too. He completed 67 again, passes. I think, no, 67. I think those stats are mainly just because he plays in the southern midfield where a lot of things happen. Yeah, that's the thing. Like He's just where the things happen. And... Wait, you you touched upon there. When Federico Navarro came on, he's clear of Gaston. It's not even close. Federico Navarro is just a better soccer player than Gaston Jimenez is. Like, gen- just genuinely. And I, I don't know. There's a lot of things where, like, apparently Federico doesn't practice well, blah, 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 blah. Navarro has to start ahead of Jimenez. I don't care if this team has its conceded so that's, my other, that's my other issue, though. Navarro is has to start over Jimenez. That's my other issue, though, because I don't like Pineda as an attacking midfielder, as, like, an eight. I don't think Pineda can play as an eight. I don't think Gaston can either, though. So then what do we do? Who do we well, have? You play dual sixes, I guess, kind of. But like, Shakiri, we, we need somebody pushing up into that central, that central, that, mean, like, central Pineda, attack midfield role because Shakiri doesn't, doesn't stay there. He moves to the right. Pineda this time, has this time a, around, he moves to the left a little bit more, too. But like, he goes to the right. That is what he does. 
Pineda had some good surging runs. I mean, he had that one chance where Harbor slipped him through, which was nice. Well, yeah, that was so that Pineda, was a chance, but like we shouldn't be relying on Pineda in that sort of situation. Like I, you know, if you have if you have you know like if Mandran makes that run, if Luca Sayano makes that run, you know, and they don't score that goal, you get on them because that's what they're supposed to do. Pineda does that. It's Pineda. You know, he's trying. He's trying. That's not what he does, but he's going to try. Actually, fun fact, he used to play striker for the academy because he was he was just a big guy, and yeah. then they finally moved him to defense. But, like, I don't trust him there. I, yeah, but is there anyone you trust unless one of the kids randomly does really well in that role? I, I, that, well, I mean, the only reason why I want somebody as that eight to push up is because we it's because Shakiri doesn't stay in that spot. If we have Bazira out there as that like sort of 10 that 10 role he's going to stay in that 10 role it's going to be fine but i don't think that i i, I just don't trust the I, I just wouldn't trust pineda to push up and i don't trust shakiri to stay in the center and i wouldn't want want shakiri to stay in the center because he's done fairly well going yeah. wide that's where he plays it's it's weird it's at the, at the very least, what I know is that there should not be a starting lineup that has Jimenez and not Navarro. But uh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I told you this because you know how, how down I am on the fire. The one player I was legitimately excited about is Federico Navarro. And we saw that in his, in, in his, his appearance. He was great. He came on and had an impact. It was insane. And then if he gets dropped again, just what is this we're doing at that stage? You know, you know it's, it's getting away you know what, uh, kind of, So I, I mentioned about, you know, Gaston had an 8.1 rating on who scored. I'm using this just as like, this is what, you know, Ezra is probably seeing, you know, in terms of just like, he's going to, he and like, you know, his analytics team are going to be running numbers instead of, you know, looking at the actual game film, I think. If they're running numbers, Gaston had an 8.1 rating on who scored. Pineda had a 7.1 rating. Fede had a 6.4 and a yellow card. I don't you know, think we're gonna start You want a great. Have I you ever want seen them. That, have what? you ever seen that meme where it's like two people on opposite sides of a bus, and one's looking out the view, and it's just like terrible, ugly mountains, and the other one's looking out the view, and it's like a sun, yes, it's like that. a beach. And it, there, the tweet was like the down, the the sad person was like looking at advanced metrics, and the happy person was he got that dog in him. Federico <laughs> Navarro got that dog in him, and Gaston Jimenez is the metrics. No, it's I the, no. I think I think I think what the fire are doing is the opposite. Exactly. In terms of Gaston, yeah, ter- like they're looking at like, oh man, the advanced metrics say that Gaston is really great, and then all the people actually watching this game are just like, what is he doing out there? Like no, Taylor Twelman tweeted out that that video of Gaston just it's walking. The sec- it's the it's second week in walking. a row. It's the second week in a row someone tweeted out a clip of Gaston walking and not doing anything defensively. Well, no, no, the first clip he wasn't walking; he was standing there. How was he even walking? He was just it was, standing it was there. Doyle that tweeted that, and that's the club's DP midfielder. Uh, whatever, you know. Uh, so here's here's the other thing. Uh, apparently, the Columbus crew are looking to trade Yassi Zardes. Do not. Do not. If we want to get rid of Gaston. Diggly. If we want to get rid of Gaston, that's the only way we can get rid of Gaston is we trade another trade for another DP. Okay, it's the that's only like, other DP on the table. <laughs> that's like trading my house that's on fire for another house that's on fire. <laughs> what do I gain from that? It's like if someone's I mean, like, do it's, need, like <laughs> it's like if someone's uh, like, is, hey, is, I'll, is, I'll I don't know, maybe, the, maybe, maybe Zardes, maybe Zardes' contract is 
just low enough that we can that we have the amount of detail to buy him down, or his contract is shorter than Gaston's. It's like if someone walked up to me, he's like, hey, I can either kick you in the nuts with my right leg or my left leg. <laughs> but they're ambidextrous, so it doesn't even matter. Shut your mouth in the nicest <laughs> way possible. All right. Uh, we just got to hope some stupid Argentine team doesn't realize oh, Gaston Oh, no. Uh, so this is a tweet that just came from, uh, from Patrick McCraney. Uh, Gaga was not training with the other goalkeepers this morning. Hey, he's got time. I think he'll yeah. be fine. Uh, real quick then, if he can't play and it's just the one game, do we play Richie? Do we play Brady? I think they're going to play Richie if it's just the one game. They do. I, I think they would, but do you? Because that's I the tricky I, thing. Yeah, that's the I'd tricky play thing. Because Brady. Brady's probably just a better goalkeeper than he is. Yeah, and I've and you know we've seen Brady at the. I mean, we, we I can say proven, but at the very least in pro level USL League One and in a pro level, he's proven. Spencer Ritchie, I have never seen him play a single game as a pro. <laughs> Spencer Ritchie even a real player? <laughs> they just brought some random dude. I don't know. Like I think I saw, like I, I couldn't tell where he was. Like they 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 showed an image of somebody getting up off the bench uh, during the last game, and I couldn't tell. If that Spencer was a real person or not. Spencer Ritchie looks like a dude. Spencer Ritchie has sense. played for Van- the Vancouver Whitecaps in FC Cincinnati. I that's don't trust anybody. No, no, that's not real. He probably that's just not a real that. human being. It's, uh, it's the uh, Ali Dia case all over again. You know what I'm talking about? The Southampton player? Oh. The worst player in Premier League history. He said he was George Weah's cousin and Southampton just believed <laughs> him. He they sucked. just picked him. Uh, I can't wait to really drop some master class now. Spencer Ritchie played 29 games for FC Cincinnati in, uh, from real. 2019 to 2020. I don't, I don't trust that sort of man to play real. for the fire. <laughs> That's not real. Yeah, he no, has eight him. appearances with the USU 17s. Everyone has to be fair. Everybody, yeah, I, everybody has appearances with I, the USU 17s. My 17. grandma has somehow played for the USU 17s. She didn't come to this country until she was like 50 something. <laughs> but she's got like two caps somehow stupid everybody's got like some amount of caps with the with the youth national team we probably do we don't even realize it i know i'd have to check i've got a goal for the u.s u15 team apparently i don't (laughs) even know it yeah i just found out that 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 casual kick around you had with your friends in the park that one day that was actually a u15 concaf qualifying game (laughs) um you've been called up uh that's just to make sure that everybody is cap tied yeah of course you can't you can't play for bosnia now even though that's not how cap time works in the slightest. No, for for a qualifying game? Why U15, I meant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Also, uh, there's a, I saw that one thing where, like... He was cut saying, by Cincinnati. This man was cut by Cincinnati. We we should have... <laughs> I like how the fire just signed him. Everyone's like, cool, they signed him. Move on. And we're like... And now we're like, hey, this signing's kind of weird. It's too late now. <laughs> well, I it's mean, like, the thing is, it's just like you have a third goalkeeper. You always try to have three goalkeepers available. True. Just like to have. It's like you know that meme where it's like when you when you BS something and you get really far and then you realize that you've got no idea what's going on. That's probably <laughs> the, what's the, the, the plankton. Right I don't know. I didn't think I'd get this far. Yeah, that's, that's probably what's going through Spencer's head right now when God gets show up for practice. He's like, "Oh, I've actually got to play this weekend." Um, no, that was that. Was, honestly, that was the look on his face when he got up off the bench. It was just like, "What?" Like, oh, he was like, oh, he was all bundled up in like his big old. His yeah. big old coat, and he's just like, "Wait, I have to, I have to go in. What? I, I gotta do this now. <laughs> I have to uh, play soccer." <laughs> if Spencer Ridley starts, he's probably gonna concede a screamer. It's not gonna be as faulty as the slightest. <laughs> it's gonna be hilarious. 
Johnny Russell's just gonna like knuckleball one into the top corner, from right. like from like midfield, and it's not even like he catches him off his line. Like he is there within his like within the box. The ball and- just keeps moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's how the score the shutout streak's gonna end, especially with Gaga Knight being in goal. So uh, we gotta whisper, hope that Gaga's okay. <laughs> whisper Loki, Gaga might start in the Azteca, by the way, because I think from what I've heard, Stefan and Turner might be unavailable. But uh they'll probably start Sean John Johnson. Hopefully, because Sean Johnson. Probably start John Johnson. And there are some people saying that they want to capitalize Salina. I don't think he would play for Poland anyway, although he does. He's, uh, he's, he's said he he has said that he wouldn't play for Poland. Cool. So that that's Jets GG. Is there anything else on the game plan other than the forced narrative thing I've got on there? Um. Well, we do have to talk about the sports game, but I just wanted to also mention that. Oh yeah, forcing the narrative as well. Let uh, me talk about that because I, I highlighted the Gaston thing, and this is where I'm going to be uh, a bit negative, which I don't want to. Like, I don't. You're going to talk about the commentary team again. I got rustled <laughs> because as soon as that second goal went in, right? You know how we talked about this was kind of like an ugly win for the fire that could have gone either way on a number of different days, right? Yeah. It's not like the fire were like the fire were the better team at the end of it, but it's not like the fire win this game 100 times out of 100. They weren't dominant, whatever, right? I got rustled because as soon as that born single went in, Tyler Taylor just starts screaming, This team feels different. And I'm like, Tyler, this is their fifth point in three I games. I will also say, the only reason why it feels different is because suddenly the Fire are getting luck. And, and the Fire have not been lucky for the past it's, five yeah, years. <laughs> it's not like lucky-lucky either, but it's like they're not getting, they're not getting unlucky is the big thing, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it might be the thing. But it's not like... And also, last year's team sucked. So obviously, you know, <laughs> I feel like... And I don't even blame Tyler Terrence because I genuinely think it's still that club mentality of like, guys, we have to... It's the fire at the moment. If the fire commentary team and like the media were kind of quiet about this and let people naturally develop feelings, people would be saying to themselves like, "Hey, this team kind of feel nice." Like whisper, but this team might be. Like, but the fire keep forcing stuff. Like I, I sent this in the group chat. The fire posted an article on the website after the the win again or the tie, the tie against Orlando, about how exciting the future is and how energetic Soldier feels and how the, everything feels different. And I'm like, that is cool if you let the fans feel that way. If Fire fans I didn't were tweeting see like that, in the chat. I posted the the like the little subheading. I didn't send the full article. I didn't. I but can't even see the full the subheading. Where? It's. I sent it as a picture. But it's I'm like if I, saw, if I saw Fire fans tweeting like that, I'd be like, okay, you know, fans are getting excited. I can never blame a fan for getting excited too much because you know it's one of the cool things about being a sports fan. You get excited, you get optimistic early in the season. But to me, it just feels like the fire are forcing things where they're like, hey, guys, get excited. Guys, are you <laughs> excited yet? Hey, guys, look, we haven't conceded. Guys, guys, look. And like, yeah, cool. We have five. This is the only game. thing that they've had for the past five. Like, this is like the content team. It's finally like, wait, we get to talk about a good team. <laughs> but it's not even that great of a team. Like, yeah, they've got two ties. The content, a, team, the content team has been. Ha- the Fire have had a great content team for a while now, and this is the first time that they've had a chance to say anything nice about the team without yeah, having it be like, yeah, but look at this instead. They're like, wait, we can talk about something that's actually on the pitch? Mar- March, <laughs> March 8th in the chat, by the way. But like, it, it, it just feels oh, forced, okay. man. It just feels like the team are like, guys, guys, look, look at the cool thing we've got going on. Please, please subscribe. It's like a desperate YouTuber. But I just, I just wish they were a bit uh, more. Like, I definitely don't know what that's like. Ayo, I just wish they were a bit more like collected and calm about like, hey guys, we're good by the way, and like it's weird. I, I, it really annoyed me though, and it definitely annoyed my dad. I don't blame him in the slightest. 
But Wait, just, you want me to check out? Calm down. Have a brief. I just wanted you to see, like, look at the subheading from that article, like, you know, the mini paragraph. I'll, I'll just read it out. Saturday was yet another confirmation of something I've been preaching for weeks and conti- uh, continues to be true. This year, this town, this feels different. I'm like, no, they, they, they this got town? Two- what the heck? What does Terrence know about the city of Chicago? And I, I'm, I, uh, I'm not going to get toxic about Terrence because I've got a <laughs> feeling he just he might be this. This is going to be a hot take. Gaga Slonina kind of cringe, by the way. I'm sorry. I know he's 17, but if you look at his tweets, you know, he he's, is, he's, he's, he's overexcited, so excited kid. and he loves hey, the fire. Let him so have this. Much. Let him I'm have like, it. Obviously, I don't blame him. But let him low have key, it. <laughs> low key whisper it though. It is cringe. Yeah, just let him have it though. Let him have it. It's like, do you see that one tweet where like Gaga would DM the fire about how much he loves the club? I'm like, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know that's a bit 17. weird. Let him have it. <laughs> I know he can obviously do what he wants because he's great, and I don't. I don't blame Gaga at all. But I mean, man. It, it, also the interaction with the fans is great too. Like I, I made my tweet. I did my usual walk to, walk around Soldier Field. I just tagged him in it, and he liked the tweet as well. You yes, know, yeah, you could, you could, you could, you could, you could, you could tweet at Gog and be like, "Hey, I just poked my leg with the fire doing well, so that's a W." And Gog would be like, "Yeah, no fire, <laughs> yeah." Oh, oh we got you know the one meme of my dog just died. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> God, I just love. Like, let me let me find the first. I swear to you. I don't I scroll past two tweets to find a Gaga tweet that is like a little kid on Christmas. And obviously I, oh, it's, I retweeted it's one already. It was like it, from 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 yesterday. I already retweeted one. Oh, yeah. I put some stuff other stuff in the chat as well. Hold on, let me let me I, I got it real quick. I got I no, I already got the tweet pulled up in the chat for you. This is a his most uh, one of his most recent. No, tweets. I want to read it out. I want to read it out. Oh, yeah, one more at this club. Not just Burma. And then he, he puts tradition on and passion in full caps, man. And then where is it? <laughs> oh man, there's there's so many. I can't find the other one. Uh, I mean, there was, hey, let there him was have one this. Good one. There let was him one have really it. good one. He goes after he goes after the game and then like quote tweets the stuff, which is funny. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's there, why there was I was that's why I wasn't one. certain if he was like injured or not because he's still <laughs> he's still out he, here on Twitter he, just like he, vibing. He just, he just tweeted out, "Good morning, fire fans. I love you" in all caps. Oh, that's <laughs> man. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know what? It's so much better. You know what? If, if we're going to take any player, in it, it, any homegrown player, he is so much better than Georgie in terms of just, like, the interaction with fans. Like, he is, he is the best homegrown player, not just in terms of, like, actually being a good player, but in terms of, like, actually being a homegrown player and connecting with fans. That is true. It, that, it, is, that is something that we have not had. I mean, it, Harry Chip is, like, is just like a, it's just like a suburb. Uh, it's like a suburban kid. He's just like, hey, man, I'm good. And, and they were all, yeah, they were all like cool, calm, collected characters. You know, Georgie Mihailovich is kind of like one of his best assets is that he kind of stays composed. He doesn't really um, get too involved in things in terms of like on the field. Like when you watch Georgie Mihailovich, he's yeah. got that like technical grace to him. You know, he, he doesn't really off the field. I, I've heard some things about character, but that's beside the point. But Gaga, he, he just looks like a, a man child. It's amazing sometimes, but. Yeah. Oh, man. No. Oh, okay. There's a Gaga tweet, and I need to send this in as well, which is um, there's a, a Banda Roja uh, got sushi, and now and Gaga just retweeted that. It's like the apparently, tradition. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, sushi Thursday is a thing for Gaga. So, you know, fair play. He just, yeah, he. 
fair play to him. Can't wait for him to be starting uh, at Juventus in five years. Absolutely. No, no, United. I thought it was United who was sniffing around him. No, nah, De Gea is never leaving. De Gea, De Gea is going to be a goalkeeper for the De Gea is finally going to get to, uh, get, is finally going to make his trip to Atletico. Finally. No, no. <laughs> Remember I, that? <laughs> Remember that whole thing with the fax machine? <laughs> no, that was Real. He used to play for Atletico. Uh, Real Madrid was the move that never happened. De Gea is, is, whether or not he wants to be, he is stuck United for his life. And that, that's a good thing. <laughs> I, uh, I, I just yeah. wanted to send you the heat maps for uh, Shakiri yeah. and Shabishko. Which, Shakiri, as I said, yep. not playing in the center of the park. Nope. That's just not where he's playing. Just put him on the wing. He, at least he's moving over to the left side a bit more. That's something. Uh, and then uh, Shabishko is playing right back for us, apparently. Yeah, Shaboko's <laughs> map is uh, not a striker. I will say, you know what? Maybe it's a game too early, but I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be against him being benched because he Absolutely. he missed that that chance at the end of the first half. You have to score and if you're a striker. Like that, okay, you have no, to no, score. no. Okay, here's my thing about that one is that uh, what I didn't like about that. Okay, where was it? Four, uh, three on one breakaway. So here's the thing about uh, at that situation, it is hockey. In that situation, it was it was a th- it was a three on two actually. In that situation, you're playing hockey, so you got to think about that in terms of tac- hockey tactics. And that was on uh, that was on Herbers making the wrong pass. He passed it to his he passed it to Shabishko on the left side. He there was mo- there was less space between Shabishko and the next defender than there was between uh, Ivanov and the next defender. If Herbers makes that pass to the right to Ivanov. It's more likely that there's a cleaner shot gotten off, but it went to, went to Shabisko. And then the thing that my dad added, which is in hockey, you hit that low into the far post so that you can get that rebound for that extra runner on the right side. He hit it high. That's a good point. Yeah, he went for like just a like normal curler, and he hit it way too close to the keeper. Uh, so I, I think to your point about Ivanov, I think if the ball gets past Ivanov, I don't remember it too well, but I assume if like if it gets past Ivanov, then Ivanov has the ability to either shoot it himself or then pass it back to Shabrok. pass it, yeah. But Shabrok kind of has to shoot. And to be fair, he's a striker. He should be shooting. He should be scoring from there. It's I, I've I've been a defender of Shabroko. This was the first time I saw him like, eee. I wouldn't be against him being benched. I would give him another I game. I want Durant out there. I don't know why Durant isn't playing more. To be fair, yeah, Herbis is going great. But also, he had like in his only two appearances in the season, he's gotten two yellow cards. That's just Duran for beautiful. You. That's just <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't mean this in a toxic way because this is genuinely how I feel. Don't start a four though. I, I think it's either Duran or Shaboko. I, I want to see what Duran could offer though. I just don't know if his hold up play would be as good as like his build up. Uh, they're gonna start. They're gonna start a four and Duran. They're going to start 0-4 over Herbers and Duran up top. No, Herbers has been one of our best players this season. Herbers, Herbers master, like legitimately Herbers masters. I know. Well, I mean, there's some stuff later on, later on in the game where it was a bit weird with Herbers. Kind of, but like it's whisper it. Should Herbers be the Fire's best player? No, but you know, he's doing well. Is he this year? Is he this season's Collier? How dare you? (laughs) <laughs> How dare you? Oh my! If Collier played like this, we would be losing our minds every week. No, but in t- in terms in terms of just being like, why are you our best player? <laughs> okay, I wouldn't go that, that far. In terms of fair. that, 
Because like, why are yeah. you the best player on the pitch at the moment? This doesn't make sense. Fair play to Fabian Herb- Fabian Herbers because I I've said like Fabian Herbers should not be starting for the Chicago team if they want to be legit contenders, but he's doing well. So while he's playing this well, you have to play him in that same spot. Herbers will probably come back down to like normal, and then he'll be like that sub impact player. But for now, you got to start him consistently and stuff like that. I, I'm just gonna I, because I said that now I need to go and check the check the on off uh numbers. Uh, the, oh, the player with the highest on off is obviously Bornstein with a plus four point one four, but he had like twenty minutes played. Yeah. you know who has the high with over two hundred minutes played of the players with over two hundred minutes played? Do you want to guess who has the highest on off? I want is you to it, guess this. Is it Goody for some? Because he had that stupid. He had that no, no, he had, he did he he didn't hit he didn't play two hundred minutes. Oh. Of the players who have played 200 minutes, do you want to guess? You will know who it is. Well, surely it wouldn't be one of the guys that's played every single minute, right? Because they, they would all be kind of tied. Yeah. So then... I need you to guess. I've... You know exactly who this man is. Is it Wyatt Amersberg? Nope. Is it Duran? Nope. Maybe I'm overthinking this. Go on. What is it? It's Gaston. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Uh, all, of the, all of the players who have played every single minute apparently have not been given a number for on-off, so I have no clue. Especially, you know, you can't have an on-off if you weren't, if you haven't been off, so. That's fair. Uh, but yeah, Gaston has a plus .72 on-off, and he's played 249 minutes. All Next the players game. above him are like, you know, Goody, Fede, and Bornstein. But. Next game, Gaston's just going to stand in midfield for nine minutes again, 9.0 match rating. We're, we're all getting gaslit by Gaston Jimenez. That's, yes, uh, that's an incredible article. That, if I, man, <laughs> if I full said that, that's one of the best headlines I've ever thought of in my life. Uh, he, actually, in XG, Gaston is leading the team in, in plus minus is, is of in course, on yeah. as well with a plus 1.46. Of course, of course. Yeah, I, I kind of want to write that now. Obviously, I'm not going to, but that'd be so funny if we're all, we're all getting gaslit by Gaston Jimenez. It's just what's happening. And then, and then uh, Stojanovic is going to like the tweet because of the, <laughs> that one incident. Hey, oh. Stojanovic is going to continue. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, you know, I think Gaga saw Stojanovic leave and then saw the amount of like love that Stojanovic was getting. He's just like, I want that. I know Gaga has spoken in the past. I wouldn't be surprised if he suddenly had like a grown man voice the next day. Like he's like speaking like <laughs> ten octaves lower. He's like, my name is uh Gabriel Salino. <laughs> my I'm, name uh, is I'm Gaga. I, I uh, love the Chicago Fire. I I, I wake the fans. up. I wake up, think about the Chicago Fire, <laughs> go to sleep, and I cry with tears of joy. <laughs> <laughs> Every morning, I wake up and start doing fist pumps because I remember I'm a player for the Chicago Fire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he just seems like a kid who's excited to play for for his favorite team. Like, how, how can he hate that? I, I how can ex- he hate that? But man, I, that's funny. <laughs> I, I exclusively wear Chicago Fire merchandise. Okay, but I'm, yeah, that's what I do. I, <laughs> that is every, what I actually do. <laughs> every minute, I'm contractually obligated to kiss the badge in some form. <laughs> <laughs> Not contractually obligated. I do this myself. I put it yes, in the contract. Yeah, yeah, I was the one who yeah. put it in the contract for me to be contractually obligated. I, I have demanded a pay cut just so the fire could spend more money on other players because I love this club so much. 
Uh, well, that's just like, actually a good I, thing. I got one. I got one that's more. not even a joke. That's just like a good thing that somebody could do. I, I am actively paying the club so I can play. I, <laughs> I, I spend $100 no, on that, that, day of my no, life. That's a different homegrown player. We both know which homegrown player that was. No. I'll tell you later. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Honestly, it was probably Chris Ritter somehow. You know what? If there's one player that we need on this team, it is Chris Ritter. And you want to know why? To, def- to defend uh, Shakiri. We need true. a guy yeah. to go out there and take some legs. We need a goon. We need a goon. <laughs> and that is a guy who can be a goon. We need Chris Ritter back. <laughs> God, go to this uh, press conference. I'm so happy to have Chris Ritter at the club. <laughs> this is a beautiful club. Uh, Chris, Chris Ritter is a beautiful man. <laughs> Chris Ritter is a beautiful man. <laughs> He's not even. Hey, uh, no, 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 no. I'm not no. having that. I'm not having Chris Ritter disrespect on his looks. I'm sorry. No, let me find no. Chris Ritter real quick. Okay. No. <laughs> No, I mean, just, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. Uh, no, nah, I, like, I need a picture of him with the beard. No, that's that's a good look. That's a, that's the dude that would. That's my that's the best me. looking picture that I can see of him, though. No, nah, no, nah, that that dude would take my girlfriend from me, at, like at the, like a party. I would go to a party. I mean, with he probably would because I mean, just there. think about the type of guy he is. I think he would be able to do that. Why are you disrespecting Chris Ritter so no, much? No, not man. not in a disrespectful way. Like, just in just like he wasn't the best. Play ever, but come on, man. I don't mean I, I didn't. I don't mean he'd I, steal your girl in a disrespectful way. I just mean that your girl would prefer him. That's fair. I mean, my, my girl prefers everyone that's not me. Apparently, hey. No. Fire lose the Sporting Kansas City one 0 I'm sorry. I think that you remember what I said last game. In that, like you know, the Fire score a goal and then suddenly they give up a goal. I think Ooh. that. Okay, so here's the thing about the, like, in terms of just, like, I don't know why my voice suddenly changed. That's weird. Okay, go on. I'm sorry, I needed, I needed water. Uh, You're fine. So, uh, the thing is, is that the, one of the other things that I said about the game early on in the DC game was that what it looks like is a team with no midfield playing against a team that only has a midfield. <laughs> DC United only had a midfield in that game, and it showed. And the fire did not have a midfield. And so in this upcoming game, they're going to have to deal with uh, Zussi and Johnny Russell on the wings. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's I don't weird. know. Like, so the thing is, is that like. Navarro and Seklich are going to have to be asked to do a lot. And I don't think yeah, they're, going, they're just, going to be able to do that. I just realized Johnny Russell is going to be going inside of one of those fullbacks, which is an ideal. But at the same time, the center backs have done pretty damn well. Is, uh, which side is uh, which side does Johnny Russell play on? Because I think I think I that he's on the right. I think that Wyatt Amsberg can handle an old Graham Zusi, but I don't know if he can handle Johnny Russell. Uh, the right side. Well, if if Johnny Russell's playing on the right, he'd be attacking the fire's left. He'd be attacking Shihos. It'd be Navarro and Shihos. Yeah. So I think that Shihos can, is... can handle Russell if he cuts in. Shihos and... can't get dragged away too much though, because exactly. that might just open up the middle. I'm sorry, my cat just ran around. Uh, yeah. It, it's, yeah, this is going to be... I think this game's going to be ugly as well. I think, I think that the Fire can win this game. I'm just not sure if they're going to keep their clean sheet. This, this might be very much like the DC game, where it's going to be a game that happens, where if they play it 10 times, you can get 10 different results. 
I think that I, too. It might be like very fine margins. Like, like I'm trying to think of like who is the attacking t- is the attacking threat that I should be scared of on. Oh, on Shallow is good though. Shallow is good. Saloy, Saloy is pretty good. Um, uh, they lost Polito, so I don't really know what they're rocking with up top. It's uh, Saloy. Shionis uh, is there too, the Ooh. Cyprian guy. I've never heard that man in my life, so fair play. I thought you remember. I, I remember we talked about him, and your friend liked him or something. Oh, that was what a different was his guy. Name again? Okay, uh, nice one. Mar- Marnos Shionis. Yeah, I don't really know who that is. Uh, ooh, they got a Bos- uh, 20-year-old Bosnian defender that has not played a single minute. No, uh, oh, I hope he scores against the fire. Like, not, nothing against the fire, but hopefully the Bosnian guy does well. But, yeah, like, I think that I'm going to try to see what they're... What they're they, got much, they got much they can do that started up top last game. Yeah, uh, they've got a 4-3-3. Uh, they've just got a guy named Walter in the middle of midfield. That's just funny. Walter. That KC Ryan team's kind of mid. Remy yeah. Walter. Walter. The KC team's kind of mid. Shallowy didn't start, so maybe he's injured. Oh, Kansas City's got Ben Sweat. Oh, that's not good for the fire. Oh, that's no, not good for Shakiri. Oh, They've no, got Ben Sweat. Oh, no. oh, it's ben right. Sweat is there. There it is. There it is. All right, boys. That's uh, Shakiri's season that is, over. That is Shakiri's career over. He's just walking out. He's just done. I don't want to deal with things anymore. Tyler, Tyler Terrence is going to look at the pregame notes, see Ben Sweat on the, the start sweat, And he's going to start sweating. Yeah. <laughs> and then Tony Mule is like, guys, look, he's offside. I'm not going to complain about it. Why did Tony Mule stop complaining about the rule? <laughs> Oh, uh, we had to get we had to get the announcer stuff in, but yeah, Ben Sweat plays. Quick, go on, yeah, finish your Ben Sweat. Ben Sweat plays for Sporting KC now, so it is absolutely very possible that we are going to get exactly what we asked for. <laughs> Tony Miola has either I tweeted this out, but Tony Miola has either intentionally stopped doing it himself, or someone told Miola to stop complaining about the offside rule because he's had so many opportunities, but he's just not done it yet, and I haven't been able to update the counter. I'm upset. All right, that, that was it. That, that's my. That, that's all I'll say for the commentators. Other than yeah. what I talked about earlier with the, the narrative being forced. So yeah, I think that the fire are either. I think that the fire win this game because I do not think that KC has that much in them. The fire are just going. I, I can't pin down a score, but the fire are going to win by a single goal. However many goals KC scores is however is however many goals the fire scores plus one. Oh, it's like a math equation. Okay. Yeah. So y equals x plus one. Yes. This, I think that I'm, I think that the fire can win against uh, Casey. Let me just see. Yeah, they had a they had a zero point eight xG in their last game, one point one xG in the game prior, and point nine in the game prior to that. What I say, what I just I, I may have just had an epiphany, where I keep waiting for the fire to have that game where we're like, oh hey, we now know this team is a contender or this team kind of trash. That's not happened yet. And I don't think we're getting that this week either. I think the Fire are going to have like eight more games where every time the game ends, we're like, what is this Fire team real quick? And we don't know. So 1-1, one, one, I think. I think, the fire been giving up, I think the Fire have been giving up too many random chances to keep the clean sheet streak going. So yeah, honestly, honestly, I'm, I'm, looking at the, I'm looking at the schedule right now, and I do not see a team that the Fire are going to be playing against within the next month that it's like, yes, if they can win this game, then we know that they're like something. Because like what? It's Sporks is this one, then oh, Dallas. Weird. Dallas is kind of nice with it this year, I think. No, they're not. They're mid-table. Uh, Orlando, oh, Orlando again. Just lost Cincinnati, so obviously they stink. Galaxy? Galaxy, yep. They're... Then again, maybe just uh, how MLS is, because there is no really good team in MLS right now anyway, so maybe it's just yeah. kind of 
Maybe this entire season is going to go by and we have nothing to take away from it. Honestly, yeah, honestly, like that's what I mean by just like this is the fire's chance to be just like stupidly like somehow make the playoffs. Maybe even uh, at this point with looking at the rest of the league now, they might win a playoff game for no reason. If they're at home, maybe I, I, I still think I think I said at the beginning of the season, uh, uh, away playoff first round loss. That seems pretty likely. Once things but balance like, out, but yeah, just looking at the rest of this league right now is just like there is no team that looks good. Yeah, but maybe uh, we just need to wait like a month. So uh, I, I, we haven't even gotten to. Do you think that the Galaxy is like a good test for the Fire? Depending on how they do in their next two games. Okay, because so then moving on, continue to move yeah. on. We continue to move on to find a team that will yeah. be a good test for the Fire. Minnesota United. They haven't. I don't think they're doing too hot. No, they're they're. How is everyone mid table in this league? How many mid-table teams we got? I think Red Bulls, I mean, they just lost this past weekend, though, so. Who'd they lose to? Um, not someone great. Minnesota. Nice. Okay, so then that's, that's a wash. We can't tell. Atlanta. Nope. I think they're mid-table against some. Yeah, they're fifth. They're, they're a point behind the, above the fire. Cincinnati, uh, yep. whatever. That's obviously. Red Bulls, as we said, yep. can't tell. NYCFC. Can't tell because they're Personally, also- I argue I argue they're not they're not that big of a test anymore. It, despite yeah. them they, they're in the top you know what? They are on top of the the MLS power rankings right now. That's do you wanna guess good. do you wanna guess the top three teams in the MLS power rankings? Does it even matter? Like I guess Columbus and Philadelphia because they haven't lost. No. Maybe uh, second like- second is the Sounders. Columbus is actually in tenth on the power rankings. The Sounders are have are the Sounders have are in eleventh place in the West. Okay, no one cares about the MLS website, to be fair. That MLS yeah. website is kind of stupid uh, sometimes. But, uh, so, <sighs> we have to wait, I think, until June to play <laughs> against a team that will decide whether this team is good or not, I think. Yeah, we have fire, to wait until June because that's when they play against Philly. Yeah, and the even fire, then, personally, I think Philly's a bit weird this season. <laughs> yep. The fire player away Toronto before Insignia shows up, so that doesn't count. And then, yeah, that, that's Philly in, this, in June. And then we're going off of what I'm thinking now, which is I don't think Philly is that good right now. So then we have to move on. San Jose, obviously, they have Calvo. It doesn't matter. They have Almeida, oh, you know, trying something. Calvo, Calvo scoring that game. Calvo's going to score in the game, but, like, it's not going to tell us anything. It's not, that game's not going to tell us anything. Columbus, do you Columbus think that that's going to tell us Columbus okay. nice maybe. So then we have to wait until oh, wait, no, but July Columbus, 9th. Columbus followed a 3-1 lead to San Jose at home. Or then we're moving away. on. Okay, July you know 13th. No, July 13th is, is, is Insignia going to make it by July 13th? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay, they, that is it. Gonna, the Fire losing that game because Insignia is playing, so it doesn't even count either. But like in terms of just like a game where it's going to tell us something about this team. Yeah, okay, you know what? If that, does, if that doesn't tell yeah. us, double header at home to Toronto, at home to Seattle. That's when we'll know how the fire are. Yes. Okay. So that everyone is the two listening, games. everyone listening, the fire don't matter until July thirteenth. The fire <laughs> do not matter until like like until they hit the second half of the season. Yeah, yeah screw it. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I'm down for that. It doesn't matter until we get, until we get late in the summer. Oh wait, wait. We've got a, we've got one more prediction for the uh, the Sporting Kansas City game. Uh, uh, yes, I'm uh, Gago Salina. I'm back. Uh, the Fire going to win a uh, 4-0 because we are the most beautiful club on the planet. Uh, I'm going to get another clean sheet. Imagine Gago doesn't even play now. Imagine I do yeah. all this. It doesn't matter if I, I mean, don't play. Well, I mean, we, all, we, we, all, we, all, we already, we already trashed Spencer Ritchie, so that's fine. Yeah, Spencer Ridley, unfortunately, yeah, Spencer Ridley plays, he will concede a screamer. That's unfortunate. And then, But if, if, if uh, Chris Brady plays, 
Obviously, he's yeah. going to keep the clean sheet as well. If, if Chris, oh, I thought I thought you were referencing Chris Ritter for a second. I, thought, I was going to no. say if Chris Ritter plays, you're going to get upset again. You just got <laughs> with Chris Ritter for some reason. Uh, Chris Brady plays, we're going to win. He's going to score a goal himself. He's he's gonna he's gonna have an even better game than Gaga has, and then people are gonna be like, "How do we have two of the best young goalkeepers on the planet at the same time?" We already are asking that. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And then I'm telling you, the Fire are gonna accidentally sell both of them at the same time. They're gonna be like, "All right, we can sell Slonina because we have Brady." And the other side of the the on the other side of the office, they're gonna be like, "All right, we can we can sell Brady. We got Slonina." And then both deals are gonna happen at the same time. And the guys are gonna be like, "Hey, wait a sec, we got Richie now." And no, no back like both like Peltzer and uh and and um. Heights. Why? Yeah, and Heights are on just like opposite ends of the of the office, and they're both making a deal, and they finish their deal, and they can walk up to each other like, "Hey, man, I just got the, I just got us a bunch of money from a, from like you know PSG," and he's like, "Yeah, me too," and it's like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised if the same club buys both of them as well. And then I be- just. And just like in the most office way possible, they just like they're just like, wait a second. Then that means then they just turn and then there's just like Spencer Ritchie is just sitting there and like a, on like a tiny stool eating a he's, piece of toast. And he's, he's just like, like what? He's trying to do a review, but he's failing miserably. Okay. He's he's trying to solve a he's trying to solve a Sudoku puzzle and he's writing in letters. <laughs> okay, that's not toxic. That might be one of the meanest things I've heard from you in a minute. No, I can, no, I hope Spencer Ridley plays. I hope hopefully Gaga's healthy, but I also hope Spencer Ridley plays right now because that's one of the meanest things I've ever heard from in my life. He's doing the Sudoku and putting in letters. Good heavens! Just because he used to play for Cincinnati doesn't man. All right, and then the episode. And the episode. Oh man, um, I'm Jiggly. I'm Ada. I'm gonna go do Sudoku with letters now. Apparently, I, I mean technically Jeez, you man. can do that because there are books out there. There's probably books out there that you can do that. Uh, Eat the rich.